Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. Mountain time is 7.40. Texas time is 8.40. And Michigan and East Coast time is 9.40. Thrilled that you're able to join us. If you're joining us live or if you're listening to this as a recording, you can always pick it up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls are now archived back nine years. Uh, The last several months have been with not only who the speaker was, but what the topic for the call was, or is, as the case may be. With that being said, if you get your podcast through a different service, um, if you put in Frank Lomas, and TR90 or Solutions, the Digit 4, Anti-Aging, all run together. Um, They could well pop up as well. They've been showing up on other podcast services, so do keep that in mind. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I come to you with an education background but I've had a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise. And so I'm always looking for things that are going to help support our TR90 lifestyle since it is a lifestyle change. It's not a we do it once and we're over and done with it. So for that TR90 program, especially when you're first starting out, it's one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day. 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. If you're a larger person, you probably may need to um, make that four meals that you have your 30 grams of protein at because that helps to build the muscle and reduce the butt, which in turn burns off the body fat. Taking the supplement 15 to 20 minutes before your meal if it's possible. If not, do take it with your meal. It still will work. It's just not, it doesn't work quite as effectively as it would have if you're able to take it 20 minutes before. Drinking plenty of water. Current thinking is at least two ounces of water for, no, one ounce of water for every two pounds of it. Sorry, I flipped those around in my brain. I'm not sure why. Uh, One ounce for every two pounds. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water. That does several things. For one thing, it actually helps your kidneys function much better and the more water you drink, the better your kidneys will function because it'll make it easier to clear out the toxins. That being said, if you're exercising heavily or if you're in a very humid area and are perspiring a lot, then you'll need to increase that so that you are staying hydrated because dehydration is one of the things that will cause a person to plateau out. Also getting plenty of rest. Sleep is really important. Um, It's one of those key cornerstones for this program. Seven to eight hours of rest daily is optimum. Um, The better the rest, the better you're able to um, maintain the lifestyle, keep uh, moving forward. If you're starting someplace higher and you're going lower with um, your with your body fat. Making sure to get 30 minutes five days a week of moderate to heavy exercise. 
that's also another part of this lifestyle change. It's um, actually pretty critical. It helps, again, it helps to build the muscle mass. It helps to reduce the body fat. Um, If you're finding you're plateauing out, adding extra water, adding a few extra minutes of um, exercise, or um, adding a little bit of extra sleep, depending on where your sleep schedule is at. All of those things will help um, break through a plateau if you've plateaued out. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, um, a lot of micro and macronutrients in that, but there's a lot of fiber as well, and that's another thing that will help keep things moving along in a and in a good direction. With that being said, I'm always looking for things to share with you that have to do with um, maintaining that lifestyle, but also helping to enhance it. And today's information is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And... Um, I've been talking a little bit about your own personal piece, things that might be helpful for maintaining and um, enhancing that piece. So one of the things I shared with you was the relaxation response. I've shared with you a little bit about meditation. And for that personal piece, for some of us, it might be the spirituality and religious practice the power of prayer, which is what I'm going to be sharing with you today, there is increasing evidence that religious practice such as prayer enhances health. Since antiquity, people of every geographic area, culture, and ideology and religious belief system have used prayer as a means to positively affect their daily life and well-being. William James describes prayer as every kind of inward communication or conversation with the power recognized as the divine. Scientific studies suggest that if you want to live longer, frequent attendance at religious services may yield positive health benefits. Even among individuals who attend religious services once a month or more, mortality rates appear to be lower than among people who attend rarely or not at all. These benefits accrue for both Judeo-Christian and non-Judeo-Christian religions. And at least one study demonstrates a positive outcome for people who primarily and regularly practice their prayer in a non-church religious facility setting. We know that religiosity or spirituality is associated with lower blood pressure and less risk for developing hypertension. Blood pressure studies show a regular, a general, generally consistent pattern connecting greater religious involvement to lower blood pressure or lower incidence of hypertension. There is also evidence that religious activity is associated with better blood lipid profiles with lower LDLs and higher HDLs among those who regularly participate in religious services. 
Finally, there's evidence that those who worship regularly also enjoy a better immune function. Multiple studies on religion and health indicate a trend toward better health and less morbidity across the board in the presence of the higher levels of religiosity. If you do practice a religion, you can be encouraged by the positive evidence that this habit enhances your health. People who are interested in developing their spiritual side may experience fewer hospitalizations and require less long-term care than their peers who are less spiritual. An interesting study found a connection between spirituality and health care needs. While it's unclear what the exact connection between spirituality and health is, evidence suggests that those who are inclined to develop their spiritual life may reap the rewards of better health. So this next section is actually about personal peace in an instant. Stress can appear at any time, and while a regular habit of stress-relieving meditation or relaxation response is restorative, it's also very helpful to take full advantage of other simple stress-reducing techniques throughout the day. Many of you probably use one or more of these techniques automatically and unconsciously. But sometimes when you employ a stress reduction technique consciously and deliberately, it can be more effective. Here are some simple techniques to bring more peace into your life. Breathe deeply. Deep diaphragmic breathing can be an excellent stress reducer. Research has shown that slowing down and deepening our breath shifts us from the stress response to a relaxation response. Optimal, optimal breathing can not only help reduce stress levels, it can also improve performance. Dr. Pratt often stop, will often stop and take a few deep breaths to reduce stress in any situation. And here's how he does it. You can either sit or stand comfortably, place your hands on your stomach, and once you've practiced um, this deep breathing, you probably won't need to do this. Inhale slowly and deeply, letting your abdomen expand out like a balloon. Exhale, letting your abdomen fall as you release all of the air. Press the air out as you contract your abdomen, pulling it in. Repeat a few times and relax. Another way is to listen to music. Music can be an excellent stress reducer. Music has been shown to increase emotional arousal and induce positive emotions. It activates reward centers in the brain and inhibits negative emotions. Anthony Storr states, music exalts life and gives meaning. Music is a source of reconciliation, exhilaration, and hope which never fails, an irreplaceable and unreserved transcendental blessing. Many surgeons, Dr. Pratt included, listen to music while operating. In a 1994 study of 50 male surgeons showed that listening to music can reduce the elevations of blood pressure 
and heart rate that often accompany performing tasks under pressure. And music, like photos, can remind us of pleasant events in our past. Have readily available, relaxing, soothing tapes and or CDs in your car, workplace, and home. If you're in the habit of listening to talk radio while you drive, now and again switch to a classical or soothing jazz station and feel your body relax as you listen. Put on music that you enjoy while completing chores or while walking the dog. Be an active, and active is in quotations, listener and allow the music to alter your mood and relax you. And another thought is, if you're really stressed out, concentrate on wiggling your toes because you can't be tense if you do. So if you're all tensed up, concentrate on wiggling your toes. It will help you to relax. And that was a suggestion from Dorcas. Um, well, I guess sometime in the past when I've actually shared this. Optimum helps. Optimism helps to keep you healthy. A study of 334 healthy males and and men and women conducted to see how their emotional style related to their vulnerability to colds. All subjects were given nasal drops containing cold viruses, but the subjects with a highly positive emotional style developed fewer cold symptoms. People with negative, negative styles didn't get sick significantly more than those with only slightly positive emotions. But those who did report more discomfort than the objective measures would have been, would have been predicted. Positive thinking pays off. Another thing is to seek fun and friendship. It seems that positive events such as stronger impact on the have a much stronger impact on the immune function than upsetting events have a negative one. Simple activities like a walk in the park, a quiet dinner with friends, or a cuddle with a family dog or cat have immediate results, such as strengthening the immune system and temporarily reducing blood pressure. Fill your life with pleasurable social events and brief moments of relaxing pleasures. Social contact is a mitigating factor against a host of diseases, including hypertension and heart disease. Many studies substantiate that people who enjoy high levels of social relationships tend to live longer than those who do not. In one study, living alone led to a near doubling of the risk of recurrent heart attack or death in patients who had already experienced a heart attack. Make a point of developing and enjoying a strong social support network. Embrace nature. Nature is man's refuge from stresses and complications of daily life. Retreat to nature whenever possible and whenever you can for restorative moments. Whether it's a walk in the park, time spent in the garden, a hike in the mountains, or even a moment spent watching a pigeon on a city street corner, nature brings us back to ourselves and can serve as a sort of meditation. Mother Earth plays an essential role in our health and well-being, including health-promoting natural pharmacy in whole foods, 
gentle caress of the wind and rain on our skin, which is massage therapy, a fragrant smell of flowers and our own pheromones, which is aromatherapy, magnificent visual images of natural beauty that can be found by everyone each and every day, the many blessings, uh, many pleasing and calming sounds of natural world, which is music therapy. Reduce anger. Anger robs us of health. Too many of us experience anger regularly in our lives and we will ultimately suffer the penalty. In one study of over 1,000 medical students, it was revealed that those with the highest levels of anger determined by expressed or concealed anger, gripe sessions, and irritability were at a significant risk for developing premature heart attacks versus those with lower levels of anger. A high level of anger not only serves as a potent trigger for a heart attack, but in this study it was a trigger for causing premature heart attack. These students with excessively angry responses to stress appeared to initiate biochemical changes, marking them for an early heart attack. Another study of 540 middle-aged Finnish men found that the increase in a measure of their anger expression was associated with the increased risk of their hypertension. Neil Krauss of the University of Michigan School of Public Health found that those who forgive easily tend to enjoy greater psychological well-being and have less depression than those who hold grudges. A Hawaiian kapuna or elder expressed it beautifully. You have to forgive three times. You must forgive yourself or you will never be perfect. You have to forgive your enemies or the fire of your anger will only consume you and your family. And perhaps the most difficult of all, if you want to find pleasure in your living, you have to forgive your friends for because they are friends, they are close enough to hurt you by accident. And forgiving means is forgiving is the meaning of and the making of friendship. And with that, I am going to stop there for today. The top of the hour, if you're looking to build a new skin business, if you hop over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some insights information on how to build that new skin business. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. And I wish you a wonderful day on this 11th day of October. So there we have it, my friends. Why we should be working on that personal piece and working on the power of prayer. <laughs> A wealth of information in 20 minutes. That was great. Thank you. You're welcome. And if anybody has any comments or thoughts about upcoming talks that they'd like to ha- topics that they'd like covered, I'm always up for a good research project. Well, with that being said, I'm going to let everybody go. I hope you have a great day. And we're going to have a little bit of rain here today, so hopefully 
it will warm up a little bit. I think we're only supposed to get up to about 60 maybe today. So have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow.